0: The divisional round of the playoffs is in the books And what an amazing round of football Patrick Mahomes owns Josh Allen He owns the Bills What are the Bills going to do? No one one knows No one knows what the Bills have to do But they got to do something Because Patrick Mahomes keeps owning them Keeps owning them He can't stop beating them it's three times already that he's eliminated them in the playoffs it's bad for the bills um the lions the lions are in a nfc championship game who would have thought that the lions would have been here if i would have told you that four years ago it would have been you would have called me nine. you would have called me crazy but here they are the 49ers get through a tough one i actually got to attend that one i went to see them live Packers versus 49ers. It was an amazing game. I'll probably put some footage of the game on this video. If you're just listening, then you just hear the audio from the crowd. But it was it was an insane game. It's the best game I've ever been to. It was an absolutely amazing game. And then to start the playoffs, the Ravens run through CJ Stroud and the Texans. It was a little closer than, than the final score would say. I would say so. Um, at halftime, it was a tight game or it was close. And then the Ravens just took over in the second half. They showed, they showed their guts, and they showed why they're the number one seed in the AFC. But let's get started. Let's talk about this uh, divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Let's just talk about the first game. Um, CJ Stroud visiting the Ravens, going to Baltimore, trying to upset the number one seed in the AFC. It was a close game. It was a close game. I thought that the Texans had a couple chances, um, to take the lead and really put some pressure on the Ravens, who did show a little bit of rust from not playing um in, like, 20 days since their last game. They did show a little bit of rust. But in the end, the Ravens' defense was strong enough to keep the – you know, to give the Ravens an offense a chance to warm up, a chance to get their feet under them, a chance for Lamar Jackson to get it all together. Even though Lamar Jackson didn't play bad in the first half, it just – uh. It, it took a little bit for the team to get it together. It took a little bit for for the Ravens to get their feet under them. It took a little bit for their offense, a running game, to get, like, you know. But once it got going in the second half, it it was bad for the Texans. It was bad for C.J. Stroud. Um, Tech Dale is going to be there next year. So I'm pretty sure the Texans are going to be there. You know, they're going to be there next season. They're going to be in the playoffs. C.J. Stroud is a dog. We definitely needed more weapons to go up against this Baltimore defense. Who really exerted, you know – a lot of effort from CJ Stroud the whole game. He, it always seemed like he had to escape the pocket. It never seemed like he was comfortable in the pocket. He was always trying to extend plays. And he just he just needs more weapons. Uh, it would be better if he has Tankdale. And Dalton Schultz didn't have his best game. The running backs couldn't get really anything going. Singletary couldn't really get anything going. It was just the whole game was put on his shoulders. And I do think he could come through in these situations. But it's his rookie year. He needs more. He needs more uh, talent around him. I think the Texans are positioned themselves. The Texans have positioned themselves to be really, really good for a long, long time. There's no shame in losing to the Ravens, and you know, shout out to the Ravens. Now they get to host the AFC Championship game. Lamar Jackson, four touchdowns in a playoff game. He gets that monkey off his back for not having a great playoff game in the postseason. He could say that he could say he has an amazing game in the postseason. Four touchdowns, rushed. Rushed hella good, passed hella good. It was, it was an amazing performance by Lamar Jackson. Probably the best game of the second best game or best game of the divisional round. The 49ers beat the Packers in what was an amazing game. I was there. I got, to, I got there at the start of the second half. Um, tickets went down, so I was like, fuck it, sent it with the homie. We drove down from SF to Santa Clara, and we got there like right as the Packers scored a touchdown to make it 13-6. We, we got to our seats. Um, that were right above um, where the Packers scored, so we got to see that score, and it was just amazing. It was nonstop action in the second half. Packers touchdown, 49ers touchdown, Packers touchdown, 49ers touchdown. Missed field goal, and then McCaffrey and Purdy came down and got them the dub. 31, 31, come on. So, man, Purdy, uh, he had some amazing throws. Um, he had some good throws. In the last drive, he had a great throw to Ayuk. And then he had another one down the middle uh, where the wide receiver went up and got it. That was an amazing throw. But throughout the game, he was missing a little bit. Uh, his accuracy was a little a little off. Can't really blame him too much because it was raining. It was bad conditions. It wasn't pouring or anything, but it was like consistent, consistent enough rain where it could... Uh, you know, hinder the, the grip on the ball and uh, lead to a little bit of accuracy loss. But overall, Purdy played a solid game. He didn't play a bad game. He didn't play a good game. He he could have thrown a pick six, but they dropped it. And, you know, could have, should have, would have. He didn't. At the end of the day, he didn't. So can't fault him for that. And at the end of the day, he came through when the 49ers needed him the most. He came through for them, got them the dub. And the defense showed up. Defense showed up. Before. The Packers' offense was on fire, especially to start the second half. And in the end, they get two interceptions, game-sealing interception at the end for the 49ers, and they hold on. They stay alive. That that stadium was rocking. But I do got to give props to the Packers. The Packer fans definitely showed out. When the Packers scored that touchdown to start the second half and they scored again in the two-point conversion, you could definitely hear the Packer fans at Levi's Stadium. Go Pack Go was... Very, very noticeable in that stadium. You could definitely make it out. You could definitely hear, go Pack, go, go Pack, go, go Pack, go. And it was like, wow, those fans are taking over. And even when the 49ers were on offense, when the Packers were up, you could hear the you could hear the Packer uh, defenders being like, or like the Packer fans being loud and, you know, trying to get loud for their defense. It was crazy. It was crazy. Although, you know, it was majority 49er fans at Levi's Stadium. There was definitely a lot of Packer fans. But, you know, Packer fans should hold their head up high. The team should hold their head up high. You know, the coach, I know they've lost to the 49ers a lot, but this is Love's first year starting, and he showed a lot of promise, showed a lot of promise. He did throw across his body in a game-sealing interception when they needed him to come through. But, like I said, you know, they got the cheapest offense, a bunch of young wide receivers, young quarterbacks. Young head coach, like uh, the, the future looks bright. The future looks bright. Those wide receivers are going to keep growing. Love is going to keep growing. Um, LaFleur calls a good offense. I think he's going to keep growing as a coach and as a play caller, and they have a bright future. As far as the 49ers, they showed a lot of grit. They showed a lot of grit, and now they welcome the Lions. We'll touch on that later. How, how what is, What's our prediction for 49ers versus Lions? But that sets up a great matchup here in Santa, in Santa Clara, south of SF, What a great game. What a great victory for the 49ers. And is, could this be possibly the year the 49ers win? Oh, we'll have to see. But this was a tough hurdle, not going to lie. The Packers were hot. Love was on a heater. The conditions weren't perfect. Purdy showed a little bit of rust from, you know, 20 days off. But in the end, they come through and they get the victory. They move on. And let's just get through the Sunday games Lions versus Buccaneers got to give got to give the Lions props who would have seen them being this good going to the NFC championship there's some dogs I love their coach I love the team I love the fans brother the stadium looked like it was rocking the whole time it looked like it was an amazing atmosphere nothing but positive things to say about the About the Lions, and also got to give Baker Mayfield credit, man. This fool was pretty much out the league. It looked like he was done after not doing so well with the Panthers. He does decent enough with the Panthers at the end to earn himself a one-year contract with the Buccaneers, and he takes advantage of it. Always take advantage of your opportunities. Baker Mayfield is case in point. When you see an opportunity, you got to grab it. And he did good. He did throw an interception at the end, but overall, in the season, in the – Playoffs. He he played good in the playoffs. He played good in the in the regular season. I think he earns himself at least like a three year, like forty plus million dollar contract. I think he has earned that. And for the Lions, man, St. Brown is my fantasy football like gem. I love that guy. He's a great wide receiver. He's 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 one of my favorite wide receivers. Not regarding fantasy, but you know Williamson, Laporta, they're all dogs. Golf. I got to give golf credit. I still remember before that draft, I did say that golf and Wentz were not going to be. Uh, capable quarterbacks, I didn't believe in any of them. They kind of proved me tr- true. The first five, six years went a little bit. I mean, they did go to the Super Bowl and went had a somewhat MVP season before he got hurt. But in the end, it looked like they had proved me right. But you know, Goff got me at the end. Goff looks like he's at least a lower tier franchise quarterback, if not a mid tier franchise quarterback. He looks he looks very really really good. That offense um, when he has protection with those weapons. He could could do a lot of damage. You could do a lot worse than Jared Goff. He's good enough for Detroit. He's good enough for a lot of teams now. He has definitely developed in his career. He's not the same quarterback. He looks like, you know, he's him. He's him. Um, He could put a team on his back if he has protection. He's he's good. Got to give Jared Goff props. And now they go to Santa Clara. Do they have a chance against the 49ers? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, If the 49ers come out, you know, a little shaky like they did against the Packers. If it's raining a little bit, if the conditions – I mean, they're a dome team, but also the 49ers, you know, they would rather play in um, proper conditions. But it is grass and it's not in a dome, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll we'll touch on that on the next episode. And then the game of the – the most anticipated game of this weekend, Patrick Mahomes playing his first road game, going to Buffalo. There was a lot of talk, you know, Patrick Mahomes had bounced the Bills twice in the playoffs already. Josh Allen, you know, trying to go for the reign of best quarterback in the NFL. All the hype. Everyone talking about, you know, the two best quarterbacks last few years. All the hype, all the hype. And Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs come through again. They're going to the AFC Championship game again. And the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes' worst season is best is better than any of the Bills' seasons in the last few years it's just incredible what the Chiefs are doing a little bit. If calls on both sides, you know, Patrick, um, I, I, at the end of the day, I don't think you could blame the refs for the decision of this game. I think it was officiated bad. there was a couple of bad plays on both sides. Um, you know, like the, the ball that went out of the end zone. You could have easily called him down or like not enough evidence. Um, Josh Allen threw a, you know, forward lateral pass. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff they could talk about, but in the end, the Chiefs show their grit. They show their character. They show their playoff experience. The wide receivers kind of try to throw the game again. There's a couple drops. Hardman had that fumble out of the end zone. Patrick Mahomes is that guy. He's that dude. He is a beast. He's a monster. Oh my God, dude! What a, what a phenomenal player! Like generational talent. And I've seen some tweets with like with the Jordan comparison. Like I was too young to, you know, see see those times when Jordan was dominating. Uh, you know, there is as someone that w- wasn't there to to see those years of Jordan. There, some of the questions that you do ask is like, "Damn, how did this team not get through? There's a lot of talent on these teams. How they not? How did they not not get through at least one year? You know, when Jordan was dominating. And as as you know, being in my twenties, fully aware, having gained. Self-awareness, you know, I'm here, I'm experiencing all the prime years of Patrick Mahomes and how you know he's just reigning over the AFC. And there's these other good quarterbacks that seem to be good enough to be to get to the Super Bowl, just by evaluating them by themselves. And then you see Patrick Mahomes take him down year year in and year out, and you're like, God damn, this is probably what Jordan was doing all those years. You evaluate an opposing talent, and you're like, this guy's a dog. He's why he could he could definitely get to an NBA final. He could definitely get to a Super Bowl. And then he goes up against the top dog, and you're like, okay. He's a top dog for a reason. So shout out to the Chiefs. They go to they go to Baltimore next week. They play um Lamar Jackson. That's gonna be amazing. Lamar Jackson, I do believe that he should be the MVP at that point. I don't know if it's I think it's this week. It might be the week after the AFC Championship game, but it's going to be the, the youngest two-time MVP quarterback against the next youngest two-time MVP quarterback, which should be Lamar Jackson when he whenever he earns that second one. So it, this is a clash of Titans, and it's going to be a great one. I can I'm excited to be back. I am going on a trip right now. I am going to the Australian Open. Be be on the lookout for me for Hard to Handle Sports and your boy Ish at the Australian Open. But, yeah, these matchups are going to be great. Lions at 49ers. Chiefs in Baltimore to play the Ravens. It's going to be amazing. But overall, an amazing, and amazing divisional round of the playoffs. Can't wait for the championship games. Can't wait for the Super Bowl. But that should do it for this episode of the Hearts Handle Sports Podcast. As always, appreciate if you made it to the end. Quick, short episode before my flight to Australia. I'm going to be at the Australian Open. If you're out there, say what's up. Uh yeah, peace. I don't check my mentions When I slide, no sudden moves on my goons are stretching. And I'm taxing for the feet on my dead.